Hey, welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. Hi, I'm George. You can call me G-Money. And, uh, wow, I'll tell you, it's been really interesting start to spring. And I know spring's been here for a little while, but technically it's been really slow to arrive in southern British Columbia. Well, at least in our part of southern British Columbia. And so, as it turns out, finally when we get some warm temperatures, it starts melting the snowpack. And the snowpack, rather high this year, so there's a lot of snow and ice to melt. So we've had our rivers and streams rather full. Now we're getting rain on top of this. In fact, there's even been some flooding in some areas, not in our immediate area, but not far from here. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, there's talk about it being record flooding in some sections of the province. So, you know, everyone's kind of getting sort of twitchy Every time the forecast calls for rain, we've had rain. I'm just looking out the window here from my home office. It's been raining. I don't think it's raining quite as much now, but it's been raining most of the day today. Uh, I've been watching the river level. Uh, I have uh, a couple of... Uh, sites online I look at every now and again and uh, the river did go up uh, the river I should tell you I'm talking about the Similkameen River and uh, we're in the Similkameen Valley of British Columbia and the Similkameen River just happens to be located about 200 feet behind our house all right uh, the community we live in they uh, rebuilt the diking situation alongside the uh, river the town side of the river uh, I'm gonna say three years ago yeah, about three years ago, four years ago they did this, so it's a rather massive dike, so I'm not worried by any stretch, but, uh, you know, it, it does get you kind of concerned when you hear that other communities are gearing up for flooding and sandbags and, and all sorts of things, so, you know, you do, you know, kind of pay attention, but as I was getting at, I have been watching uh, some of the figures, and the river behind us here did go up pretty high, uh, then it dropped uh, a couple of days ago, and now it's starting to come up again, and that's totally related to the uh, the warm temperatures and the rain because that just feeds the rivers and streams and of course it's got to go somewhere so it's going to go downstream and hopefully there's enough room for it to go downstream and not spill over its banks right i mean that's really what you're looking at so what today being kind of a drizzly wet day i went out and did a couple of chores and when i got home i found my wife sitting out on the side deck uh, which has a cover on it and she was sitting on a chair and with the camera in her hand, and she was taking pictures of some of the uh, birds that uh, frequent the plant life in our backyard. So I thought, well, that's really kind of a cool thing to do on a rainy day. And so I thought, you know, there's other things you could do on rainy days, but there's reasons, good reasons for rain. Right, I'm trying to stay away from the negatives about flooding and things like that. Because there are good reasons for rain. And we don't normally get a lot where we're located it's not um you know we're probably i'm going to say we get more sunshine than we do rain but then we get more snow than we do rain okay so it's kind of you know kind of a i don't know if it's a even switch or not but you know it kind of balances out in the long run that you get more snow than you do rain and uh, because it is uh, through this time of year that uh, we would refer to it as the spring freshet or spring runoff, depending on uh, which terminology you prefer. Uh, this is another reason why we're all kind of paying a little more attention to what's going on uh, coming down those rivers and streams. So why is rain good? 
uh, I've got a list, believe it or not. I've put together a uh, top five list on uh, why I think rainfall is good. The, the, you may have different reasons. Uh, number five, uh, and I kind of like this one, it uh, provides lawns and gardens with moisture. So, for example, if I wanted to water the lawn today, I don't have to because Mother Nature's taking care of it for me. Now, if you live in a municipality where your water use is monitored, uh, metered, and you pay per use, that'd be a big deal. Uh, where we are, we pay a flat rate every year for uh, water and sewer, and so we basically get to use it as much as we want. Uh, there are sprinkling regulations uh, during you know the the summer months, uh, certain days and certain time frames uh, that you should and should not water, and it makes sense. But we don't really. I got to be honest with you. We really don't care if our lawn is green or brown. So you know, it's not like we want the nicest, prettiest lawn in the neighborhood. But it doesn't hurt to have a green lawn. But uh, anytime we don't have to water it because it's raining is kind of a bonus. Uh, now, because we live in a relatively dry area, uh, another reason why I like the fact that rain uh, does occur is particularly in the summer months uh, because this is. You know, we have a lot of forest fires in our region, and it's a very dry part of the province. Uh, last year in particular, year before that, quite a few forest fires. And so, you know, and, and with pine beetle, I mean, that's a, a bug that uh, has um, virtually decimated uh, pine trees in the area and throughout the province, so the pine beetle infestation doesn't help because basically one, uh, after a, a bunch of pine beetles have attacked a stand of trees and they fly off to the next stand of trees, the ones they've left behind are virtually standing dead trees, like no moisture in them, they light up like straw. So, you know, it's really quite important for there to be moisture in the ground and the trees to get drenched wet in a nice heavy downpour because it does reduce the forest fire risk, especially when you have all the dead and dry needles on the floor, uh, the, the forest floor, because that's, uh, that's fuel you want to have uh, completely soaked in water. Uh, my, my theory is if there's green, it's not going to burn, right? So as long as the water keeps plant life green, chances are you're not going to see a severe fire. My uh, number four tip, or reason why rainfall is good, is because it cools the temperature. It, it has a really nice regulating ability when it comes to temperature. It's almost like your humidifier in your house. Uh, the difference being that uh, the humidifier in your house is intended to put moisture directly into the air. When it rains outside after, say, a few days of scorching hot weather, uh, it puts moisture in the air, but it also really reduces the temperature at the same time. And, you know, I'm not going to say I love a lot of rain, but I'll tell you after a few really hot scorching days, uh, I do kind of like having the, the cooling effect of, uh, of a nice day-long rainstorm. Uh, I won't argue that at all. Uh, my number three tip, <coughs> excuse me, uh, my number three tip, 
is that uh, rainfall is a really good flushing agent. Uh, what it does is uh, it cleans drains, uh, washes uh, dirt and grime off of roads, and uh, basically wipes a lot of toxins uh, out of the air and out of the environment around us and flushes them away. And so whether or not you're aware of it, uh, rainfall does do that for you. Uh, I know for a fact uh, that uh, dirt and dust buildup uh, along our street uh, can be flushed away after a good heavy rain because it just just rolls right down into the drain and disappears. So, um, you know, it's it's a good flushing agent uh, if you have... Uh, and you need more than just a little sprinkle. You, you need a couple of days of good heavy rain for that to actually happen. My number two reason why rainfall is good is, uh, and this is a kind of one I like to lean on, uh, it gives you a reason to work on an indoor project or do something indoors. Uh, if you're always outdoors, it's nice to have a break and just do some inside stuff. Uh, for us, in our house... Um, we spend a lot of time indoors, so it's not hard for us to, on a rainy day, say, oh, well, you know, so much for that project. We'll just stay in the house and watch a movie, or we'll uh, do some baking, or we'll find something to do uh, in the house to keep us indoors and occupied. Uh, also, one thing we kind of like to do, my wife and I, Brenda, uh, what we like to do on a rainy day, is sometimes we'll just hop in the car and go for a drive. Uh, if we're going to go to the next town down the road to do some shopping, or if we uh, feel like going somewhere for lunch and we just don't want to do it in town, or, or whatever our reason for leaving town is, uh, we don't really have a problem with doing it on rainy days. Uh, partly, too, because, again, back to what I was saying about it cooling the temperature, uh, it really makes for a nice driving weather. Um, that is, of course, unless it's one of those torrential downpours where you're windshield wipers are working harder than anything else and you can't see where you're going i don't mind a, a rainy day uh, really really heavy torrential downpour i'm not going to be on the road but a rainy day not a big deal to be on the road uh, it's nice to you know be out and uh, you know see the see something that's you know it's not scorching hot out and you know i like the the fresh smell that you get after a rainfall as well and you know going somewhere different and smelling freshness in a different setting i don't know just it, for us it's kind of a cool thing it probably no different from here uh, you know one place to the next but for us it, it feels like it's something i guess it's because it's like there's life that comes out of rain right i mean water water means life right and so we really kind of i think we that's what we get out of it more than anything else is that it's you know just a, it's a life-giving gift right and so we quite uh, enjoy uh, going somewhere and seeing it work its wonders uh, somewhere else especially if say it's not raining at home but wherever we end up it is raining eh, it's kind of cool and uh, here's you know this is kind of the selfish uh, number one uh, why I think rainfall is good and that is uh, because you get to see rainbows rainbows are pretty cool uh, Wow, I'll tell you, I don't think there's been a rainbow that I've seen that I thought was uh, um, not very good. Uh, every rainbow I've seen, I think, is pretty darn awesome. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you could be lucky enough to see a double rainbow. I've seen, I think, a couple of those, but I do like rainbows. They're pretty cool. And I like the fact that they seem to appear when the sun's coming back up. Right? I mean, I, I understand the science behind why a rainbow happens, right? But, you know... 
it all kind of falls into place. It's like, hey, wow, the sun's coming out, and oh, look at that, there's a rainbow. So, I don't know, rainbows are just kind of, to me, they, they see a lot of different things on a lot of different levels. Uh, depending on where your head is, you know, there's a, a spiritual reason for rainbows. Uh, if you're a science uh, kind of person, you know that these the, the science behind rainbows, and, and there's a lot of things about rainbows, and uh, even, even the mythical stuff as well. So, you know, to me, I just think a rainbow is really cool, and it just is a nice way to wrap up a day when it's rained all day, and all of a sudden you get kind of a parting gift of a, a rainbow, and it's like, oh, well, there's my reward for going through today and suffering through all the rain, or, or whatever it is, however you view it, eh? Anyway, there's my uh, top five reasons why I think rainfall is good, and... Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, uh, if you are in a place where it floods, uh, do be careful. Uh, do pay attention to what your uh, local authorities are telling you. Uh, if there's an emergency situation, be sure to act on the recommendations that are issued and the warnings that are issued. Be alert and uh, you know, don't do anything dumb. Really, you're, there's no reason to ignore those kind of warnings and things like that. Uh, and now, conversely... If you don't live in an area where there's flooding, but you know someone who does and you'd like to help out, uh, there's lots of ways you can do that, especially if there's a severe flooding and there's a need for donations of food or clothing or things like that. I certainly encourage you to participate somehow if uh, you end up having that kind of opportunity uh, to uh, show some kindness. Uh, please do. And that'll do it for this uh, web... Uh, I keep wanting to call it a webcast. I made the mistake of doing that... The other day when I got into a conversation with someone and they were asking me about this podcast thing and I called it a webcast because I do webcasts as well. So I get the two of them mixed up now, so forgive me. I know this is a podcast. So this podcast is pretty much done. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, I appreciate all your support. Uh, be sure to tell your friends that you're tuning in to Ninja on the Loose and show them where they can find it. Uh, if you aren't too sure where it is, uh, I host it on Podbean, but it's available on Stitcher. It's available on Blueberry. Uh, there's a lot of other uh, places where you can pick it up, and uh, I just uh, encourage you to share wherever you find uh, my uh, podcasts. Also you can uh, direct a uh, link to them from my website as well and uh, I need to update that I haven't put any recent ones on there but uh, you can find them there as well and uh, the webcast is or the website that is is www.looseinc.ninja I'll put it in the show notes just in case so until next time have a great day thanks for tuning in